what's up what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of the o johnson podcast where i am your host orlando j and as you guys see i have a special guest in the building tonight i got my beautiful queen here with me say hello queen how are you hi awesome thank you so much for choosing to come on the show with me and co-host this event with me as you guys know this is the first official episode of the launch of the 120 day rule and the first title of the first episode is does one size fit all so this is going to be an epic epic series where we're going to dive into some aspects of our relationships as friends and as husband and wife and kind of some of our journey and what that looked like as we go along this this series and hopefully we're going to inspire some people to stay connected stay married or either move on from perhaps that bad relationship that you think is good or perhaps uh you know maybe you're trying to find that life lifelong partner and you're just not quite sure what type of questions to ask we're going to have some great people on the show it's going to be super dope and we're going to have some great powerful discussions but before i do guys you know how i like to do here let me go ahead and jump right into my my website that is the o johnson podcast and I need you guys to do me a favor, head to my website and click on this banner titled Rate My Podcast. Again, it's The O. Johnson Podcast. If you click on that banner, it's going to take you directly into a survey. It is anonymous, so I will not know who's filling it out. It just allows me an opportunity to uh, upgrade or upscale my my performance or the content overall and to create a beautiful and loving experience for everyone that tunes into the show. Also, subscribe to your favorite listening device, whatever you like to listen to, listen to podcast on. If you select Apple Podcasts here, we're connected there. Or if you just select this listen and subscribe banner, it will open up all of the listening streaming uh, excuse me all the listening streaming services that we're on such as spotify iHeartRadio, radio radio radio.com tune in stitcher you name it we're pretty much there so you guys head in there check that out let me know what you think let me know what your thoughts are and um i'm definitely looking to hear from you guys because i truly believe in uh in dialoguing with everyone and allowing people to uh, have their voice heard as well as we continue to build the podcast and strengthen it and just allow people to fine tune not just their own personal lives but fine tune the people that are actually connected to them uh within their lives so you guys check out my website again the o johnson podcast.simplecast.com go back and listen to all my previous episodes so on and so forth i think you guys will really enjoy some of the content and some of the people that i've had on the show so thus far thus far so again Round of applause to you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the support for everyone that's just tuning in. This is the Old Johnson Podcast, and I have a special host with me today, which is my queen. Queen, do you have anything you want to add to that? No, I think you covered it all. Mm. Yeah, give me a little bit more than that. I mean, you're co-hosting, so. Yeah, it makes me feel nervous when you say that. Oh, okay. So I just like I'm sorry. chill. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. But anyways, guys, uh, I'm ready to get into this dialogue. So let me go ahead and drop this music really quick. And we're about to get into the good stuff. So as you guys know, uh, this is the Does One Size Fit All episode. And special shout out to the Dr. Lawanda Hill for saying that my queen is gorgeous. Thank you you so much. And you guys, uh, as you can see here, please, if you dialogue with us, I would definitely bring your comments and your advice on the screen and we will definitely dialogue and talk back and forth with you. As you can see, it's just like the banner says, right? Like, share, subscribe, follow, comment, you know, just dialogue with us. That definitely helps uh, take the show to the next level as we dialogue back and forth with you guys. So please let us know that you're in the building by leaving us a little comment down below. All right, so, Queen, does one size fit all? Now, we're talking about relationships, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I guess we can we can couple friendships into there too i guess but i mean it doesn't really make any sense the whole mm-hmm. premise of the series is to be strictly on relationships so yeah, that's what i doubt about right okay all right i agree so we agree in that area so it's strictly about relationships Correct. all right the question goes to you okay do you feel one size fits all no okay explain <laughs> no i mean that's obvious i mean we're all individual people we're all unique so when two unique people get together their dynamic and how they interact with each other is going to be completely different from another set of people so i think that society wants you to think that one size fits all that there's a a pattern that you're supposed to follow like date um be engaged get married have two kids have like you know the way that the, the social media paints it and the way that um movies and tv shows painted they all make it seem like there's like this certain rubric that you're supposed to kind of fulfill um and other people kind of support that throughout you know their own social media accounts but i don't think one size fits all i think your relationship can start and continue to grow in a whole bunch of different ways that doesn't mimic or mirror someone else's no, I agree 110%. I think that uh, you said something really big there, which is social media likes to tell you that one size fits all. You know, one of the things that I notice on social media is, you know, people look at other people's experiences and then they try to, like, either replicate that just based on what they see on social media. So, like, there's this instant gratification into my relationship based on what their relationship should, looks like, should look like. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I don't think one size fits all, but I do think there is some common denominators or common factors. I don't know how to say that properly, but um, I think there is some common some common uh, verbiage that can be used across the board. Okay. Um, and I think that if we apply those com- that c- those common verbiages amongst ourselves, just within our relationship, it can be beneficial for us. So it doesn't have to always, like personality-wise, it doesn't have to match because that, that just can't happen. I'm not the same person as Ray and you're not the same person as Susan. We're just two different people. Right. But things such as communication. Across the board, okay. there has to be communication, right? I mean, that's a common thing. Um, okay. Things such as transparency. Okay. All right. Okay, so we can call them like the pillars of relationships. So although your personality and your and the way that you approach or um, engage in your relationship may be different, um, there should still be some pillars or some like things that some foundations that hold your relationship right. together. And one of them you think is communication. The other one is transparency. Right. I can exactly. agree with that. What other one? Um, I would say um, trust. Um, communication, transparency, trust, integrity, um, and I don't know what what could be a good fifth one. So communication, transparency. Well, transparency trust. and trust can go together. Because if I'm transparent, then I well, yeah. If well, I'm transparent, then I'm I'm building trust with you. I'm telling you, like I'm being transparent about my feelings. I'm being transparent mm-hmm. about where I'm going. I'm being transparent about what's on my phone. Yeah, but I mean, ones. people can be transparent all day, and a person still don't trust them because they're they're basing it on their previous experiences so i can i can come into a situation so should healing be a common like that should you need be. to heal and get all your like your shit to get not get your shit together because you're never going to be fully perfect but there should, should be strive like for perfection there um no you shouldn't strive for perfection that's difficult you should strive for it's nothing wrong with striving for perfection trying to be a better person and just for become, growth maybe you, you should strive for growth well, I mean, the whole goal is to get to your best version, right? You're trying to become your best version. But perfection stresses me out. Like, I, I feel like if I was striving for perfection, I'd be stressed. I'd be like, okay, there's a lot of room for failure. When Could you we say for striving perfection. for excellence? Okay, that makes me feel more comfortable. All right, you can strive for excellence. I. But then that excellence is defined differently based on the individual. The individual. Yeah. So that's that that would be difficult to make it as like that common ground agreement i guess because it's it's going to be defined differently based on the person so i think that um i think that trust and integrity are not the same trust still comes from a person working on their internal issues like a person a person can be with someone that's good for them but because all they've had was bad they have trust issues so when when a good person comes into their into their life 
they're struggling with trusting them even though they're being fully honest like this is what it is but you can't trust me because you're still seeing your past mm-hmm. so that's still that's why i think that healing should be one of the columns if, communi- yeah, sure. if communication transparency and honesty and trust i mean it's going to be on like the foundations that everyone should have then healing should be there too because all the baggage that you bring with i mean unless you're coupling up at 12 years old you know you're gonna bring baggage whether from your family or from your past relationships and i think that that needs to be something that couples sit down and kind of like hey i may snap when you do x y and z probably not all on you but it's because in my past i get triggered when i see x y and z and so on and so forth right whether so that, that's, that's under the communication banner then yeah um, being able to communicate your your um, your weaknesses or things that you struggle with, so all of that is under that pillar or that foundation. So I like that. So it, so we can call it what the two or the five the five part foundation: um, integrity, mm-hmm. communication, trust, healing, and transparency. Yay or nay? I have a, I don't know about integrity. So integrity and trust are the same thing. I have to, in order to be, to be practicing integrity is to be honest and to say the truth and to have, you know, some form of character. Right. So I think it's, I think it's very closely related to trust. So then it should be a four part. Maybe four. Or maybe as we're talking, there's a fifth one. Okay. Okay. That's cool. You need, I think a pillar needs to be that you're physically attracted. I think that has to be a pillar. I think it's crazy to not think that. But but some people some people like a person like like their personality. Some people are personality based people. They don't really necessarily lean and depend on the on the the looks of an individual. They lean more on the what they feel about them. So how do you get around that? I don't know. I don't. I I I am a person. I like personality. I feel like if I vibe with you, I vibe with you. But I also so you saying have I don't, to. I'm not handsome. That, uh, but I also have to be able, I know I'm I looking to, be able rough right to now, jump but, uh, your bones. Like, I feel like that personality is not <laughs> enough sometimes. Like, I, well, maybe for some people. Maybe that's not part of the pillars because maybe that does not fit all. But I think that if you're not physically attracted to someone, that can lead you down a rocky road. Okay. All right. So you feel like there needs to be some level of physical attraction. attraction. Absolutely. I think otherwise it's that's difficult to maintain. So there's this interesting uh, topic that people who get in relationships and then go through physical changes does not find their partner as attractive. I mean, the opposite person that's not working out because they went through this complete transformation. Yeah, actually, yeah. I read that article. It was about um, people who had liposuction and how Mm -hmm. they could not, they typically have like a really high divorce rate because they, I guess in other words, are feeling themselves and and don't want to be with the other, with the other person anymore. Um, yeah, they're getting they're getting attention that they've never gotten before. It's a lot to manage. Right. Like they're new. They're like a new person. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of men struggle with that. You know, I believe that that men, you know, we're like a, a bottle of fine wine. We we get better with time. We even as we grow older, sometimes our looks become more uh, more attractive to a person because we've kind of found more of ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think men are more attractive when they're more in tune with their with them with themselves. They have knowledge of self and they're able to carry themselves as such. They know what they want and that that comes off as more attractive to to women. Do you agree or disagree on that? I agree. I yeah, I agree. Older men are attractive. Okay. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. So now that I know my wife is attracted to <laughs> older men, um <laughs> Definitely should uh, pay more attention to the old heads. <laughs> no, because that means that them. when you get all salt and pepper, it's going to be on like. I don't know, man. My dad is all gray and I have not one ounce of gray. It's going to come. <laughs> but no, um, but no, I think that that's true, though. I think that men find themselves um, as they get older in age and therefore they begin to project this level of mm-hmm. attraction Um to certain people because we've really garnished or or honed in on what it is we want as men. I'm not speaking for all men. Let me clarify. Some men are still lost at the age of 85. They don't know what they want, where they're going. They're just out here living in America. But the thing about it is for any man that's 
really developed knowledge of self and honed in on on uh on his desires and what he and what he wants to do and where he wants to go it makes him more attractive um so here's my next question for you then um are relationship goals dangerous do you find them to be dangerous relationship goals as in like you and i have a goal or relationship goals as in like what everybody does now like oh such and such our relationship goals right like jada pinkett smith and will smith relationship goals like that (laughs) that's dangerous because you don't know the ins and outs of you know you don't know the ins and outs of that relationship and what you're esteeming as a goal is really just um what that other person is portraying on their social media and no one on social media puts the time that they fought or the time that they're disagreeing or the time that they're upset or annoyed with each other. They just highlight the best parts of themselves. So if you're, you, you're using that as your measuring stick, there's a lot of room for you to be upset or feel less than or any of these things because you're, you're measuring your normal as day-to-day self against someone's perfect, curated, manicured social media self. So I think that, that's, that you should be careful with putting too much emphasis or too much importance on other people's relationship. I agree. I agree. I think that uh, everybody wants, like you say, they want what, what they see visually on social media, but they don't understand what goes on behind closed doors. Um, the, the lack of true honesty and integrity that goes back to that, to those pillars. I think if people were, were more transparent about what really goes on in their relationships, then um, it would definitely be an eye opener for a lot of people that that we make famous. I really believe that we make stupid people famous, and that's so unfortunate. But that's the society we live in, um, due to social media. Um, I think that one part of one size fits all that we should consider is that you are in every relationship that you're in, and if you're in every relationship that you're in, then there is a common factor, um, and so you are the one size fits all of every relationship. So if you are continuously dating the same type of guy or the same type of girl, if you're attracting the same type of energy to yourself, then, you know, try to step outside of that. And like, I know that that's your type or that's something that you like, but just try something different and see if you get a different result. Um, understand that the way that you show up, if like, if you are combative, if you don't, or if you're not receptive, if you are, jealous all of those things then that's who you are and it's going to continue to show up in a lot of different relationships so Mm -hmm. the the universal truth about the relationships as it pertains to you is that you are in all of them and so therefore until you don't change and you like they like they say like until you don't you can only control yourself so if until you don't control yourself until you don't change or you know grow or evolve then all the issues that you had in relationship one may show up in relationships seven eight and nine because you're in that relationship. No, I agree 100%. And I think that, um, again, that goes back to understanding knowledge of self. I think if we enter into any relationship with the understanding of your weaknesses and then you can be transparent about what you're weak about, it will it will give the other person the opportunity to make a decision on whether or not how far this will go. Now, specifically speaking for men, men have been, sh- have been shaped and cultivated to believe that... Uh, having sex with an individual uh is a win because that's just how we've been taught but um there are some men out there who really who really hone in on the personality of the woman um and they're starting to pay more attention to the personality of the way a woman thinks but in doing that you know they're also starting to pick apart these these more i guess emotional emotional women they're starting to pick them apart a little bit and um use their own strengths against against them that's unfortunate because you know as you go through life you can never escape both good and bad so as you level up so the women may be more in tune with their emotional selves and then vice versa the men may be becoming more in tune but every level has a devil so as the man began to evolve and try to express himself more and find himself trying to be more honest he still has to navigate that ego right and say okay i don't want to take advantage of this woman's emotional vulnerability and then a woman has to do the same well i don't want to take advantage of his emotional vulnerability because then that's going to force him into uh to to revert back to his old ways but let me ask you this how much does a the spiritual space how much does the spirituality play into all of this like what is what is your thoughts on on that factor because a lot of people 
don't really get involved in relationships unless there is some sort of spiritual likeness. Mm. So speak on oh, that. Oh, so you're you're saying people don't date other people that don't believe the same thing they believe in? Right. Exactly. Yeah. They they well, don't. Then, then don't do it. Then yeah, I I think that people if you if your religion is a strong pillar or um, identity you know, marker in your life, in your personality, and it's like a really big deal, then I don't think that you should pair up with someone who's going to trigger you to feel like they don't respect your religion or they don't respect your values or they're making you question what you believe in. Like, I don't think that that's healthy. So, yeah, if you think, if you are a devout Christian and you go to church every Sunday and every Tuesday and every Thursday and you do all of this kind of stuff, then, yeah, maybe you shouldn't date an atheist. That's going to be triggering. Um, But I do think that a lot of people in church and i'm only speaking for like christians um women tend to put a lot of emphasis on like signs that god is showing me that this is my husband that this is my Mm -hmm. wife that this is because i think that that the church teaches that a lot right and i i don't know if that's always healthy i know i made a lot of mistakes thinking that i was perceiving signs where hell right (laughs) definitely not the sign we think it is uh there was this one young lady i can't remember her name but we were talking to another gentleman on the podcast and he was saying that you know um everybody wants a boaz but they don't realize how much you know as this person had and that person had or whatever and then this woman commented and said you know if people really read the full story of boaz that's not really ideal and I thought that was interesting. I was like, well, why would you say that? And she said that, well, Boaz died not long after they got married, and that's not goals. <laughs> so I found that very interesting. I was like, wow, I never heard that, heard it twisted that way. But, uh, yeah, she doesn't – she's a Christian woman. Um, I'm planning on trying to bring her on the show, but she she just doesn't think that the story of Boaz is, like, the ideal marriage. Yeah, it's not. I'm sure right. it's not. A lot of the relationships in the Bible were not ideal. Um, Especially not for women. Not for women, exactly. <laughs> Thank, that's why I met you. Um, they're not ideal for women, and I think that they portray, portray or teach women to play a very, and I don't want to just say submissive because then all the submissive wives get upset with me, but they do teach a level of, like, ignore self, silent self, um, you know, don't don't be in tune with yourself, but be in tune with him. Make sure that he's okay. Make sure that he's the one. Make sure, and it's just like, that's not sustainable and that's not healthy, not for the woman. I think for the man, religion works really well for y'all. It's, it's excellent. It's designed to to get you guys okay, you know? But for right. the women, and even in the whole, um, a man who findeth a wife. Again, we're left, you know, without a choice. We're left kind of, you know, to sit down and wait for someone else to come. There's no, no, you know, autonomy for me to pick who the hell I want. Like, no, you're supposed to sit down and wait. When he's ready, he'll come and shop for you. And hopefully you get bought. F that, man. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I don't no, agree with that. There was, um, I can't remember. This has been a while because I've interviewed so many men on the show. And um, we're about to get ready to shift into interviewing women. But listen, hold on. Before I segue into that, if you guys are listening in, definitely tune in down below. Co- leave us a comment on what your thoughts are. Uh, I typically take a, take a moment and just plug that in there. But we would love to hear from you guys. So what do you think about the one size fit all? Do you think that there can be a four pillow, found, a four or five pillar, pillow, pillar, pillar, <laughs> pillar foundation as it relates to uh, just the core of relationships, uh, do you think that spirituality plays a huge factor? Has social media really altered the way people are, are getting involved these days? Like, And if we're going to say that the new norm is through social media, should we walk that path? Should we just continue to let social media be what it's going to be? And then we can, we kind of shape around that and kind of like own if you go crazy, space? Yeah. Right. Well, I don't think you would go crazy with social media. I mean, like, you I think can. You, everything you, is anything too much of anything is bad. First of all, it doesn't matter whatever level you want. You should always have a healthy balance. I think that if a person can meet someone on social media and have a long lasting marriage or relationships and, and be happy. It's just all about how you handle it. Like, I don't think you should let social media consume all of you in every aspect of you. Mm-hmm. I think that you can meet a person on social media, find them attractive, follow the proper steps, which is as men, I hate this terminology. A lot of men like to say, oh, um, a man that findeth a wife. Mm -hmm. And people love to say that. But the thing about it is findeth means I can just stumble across her. It doesn't mean I have to be out here like 
where they at do <laughs> like 24 <laughs> 7 you know i used to think like that but i don't think that way anymore and um i stopped doing that like years ago i'm talking about even before i met you i was in a much more um peaceful place um and a place where i was trying to accept where i was as a man but um yeah a lot of men i didn't mean to get sidetracked but a lot of a lot of people love to say a man that findeth and that's fine you should find but that means she can find you too. Um, stumble across each other in a way. Not that the woman is out here like searching, searching like that. But you just existing. You know what I'm saying? You embracing knowledge of self, and you you're trying to better yourself, which is another thing. What space should people be in when it comes to trying to get in a relationship? What type of space mm. should they be in? That's a good question. Mental space. Talk about that. What you think? I think that you should be in a place where you know the ballpark of what you want. You may not be completely sold on marriage or completely sold on children or completely sold on, yeah, you may not be completely sold on, on like some things, but you know, you know what I want to, I want a persistent relationship with a person where we have an official title and we do life together, um, hopefully move in together. Like you have a clear focus of what it is that you think you want. Um, now, as you are engaging in relationships, that may change. You may become even more interested, even more, you know, connected to the person and want something more. Mm-hmm. Or you may want something less. But you should have an idea. And I think, especially for men, I don't think that you guys have an idea of what you want. I think that sometimes it's just like, she's cute. I would like to hit it. Let me engage in conversation with her. And you don't think of. I'm going to pick it. I'm going to step in right there. A part of that's partial. That's partially correct. A man is wired if a woman walks in the room and she's the slightest bit attractive we feel it's our and when we're young in mind not as we as as we age we learn better but we feel it is our duty to say something to that woman or to acknowledge her beauty in some kind of way like we have to say something uh okay. what's that song um i think it's by outcast uh. when the girl walks in the room Every, I, I can't think of it right now, but he says he le- he leans to that. Um, everybody wants the prettiest girl. I don't know, but I can't remember the words right now. But it's in the song, and you know, it's almost like we're kind of like wired that way in a sense. And then we learned that from our fathers and our uncles and cousins, and and it's just been just been passed down from generation to generation. When in reality, we should just exist in the moment and just be ourselves. And I think if we just be ourselves and continue to develop knowledge of self, even if we're working at mcdonald's burger king foot locker wherever you working you know if you're just continuing to focus on yourself and grow yourself if that woman comes in the room i think that she will probably be more drawn to you than a man is always constantly trying to hunt for her it's like it's almost like we've been just programmed this way throughout generations of time to have to say something to the pretty girl in the room even though we're not the slightest bit attracted to them in that way mm-hmm. it's just like and yeah. some men say oh that's just nature some men say that. Some men really believe that. Oh, it's it's the man's nature to wanna to wanna spread his seed. That's just what he naturally wants to do, mm. and he wants to spread his seed with as many women as possible because that's that how right? they tra- That's what supposedly they say. Now, listen, I don't speak for every man, but I'm speaking for as a woman who has a time clock on all her eggs and and is built with the mothering insect most. Um, want to have children I would say that yeah that's controllable um, now as far as y'all just wanting to like talk to everyone yeah you guys do that and you do that with no real intention for what you're setting like just like we have an intention for our jobs you know we, we start our jobs and we see ourselves climbing the ladder and being something by the end of our three years there two years there whatever the case may be just like we have an intent for um our finances by the end of the year we want to have this much in our bank account we want to make this type of big purchase well then you need to have an intent for your relationship i'm going to approach this young lady knowing that what i want is a casual relationship where i get to go out with her every now and then she's kind of my little you know piece that i take into like major events that I have to go to, but we're not really serious. And I can say that to her. And I, and I'm, men would well, we be don't surprised think that way. how much women would appreciate that more and would be down to being that's exactly fine. what you, but most, but, but men aren't wired that way. And that's we don't what I'm saying in way. order to what well, your we, question was, what state of mind do people need to be in when they're trying to seek a relationship? And I think is you need to be in a state of mind that you would be, that you can recognize or at least state what it is that you want. 
in a relationship? What it is? Why the fuck are you trying to get into one if you don't know what you want? Men are wired to be naturally providers. I think the best angle for a man to take with that mind and thought is how can I become my best version? If I'm working at McDonald's as a cashier representative, then my thought should be how can I become the manager over the shift? And then from there, how can I become the Why manager? Like it should be about, hold on, let me finish. I didn't cut you off. It should be about trying to level up our level up ourselves to a place to where we feel like we're just bettering ourselves as we go. With that, with that, we can then develop those skills and understanding that, oh, she not trying to be, she's not trying to level up. Or she's not trying to come into this understanding that, hey, I'm trying to be my best version, right? Next week on, <laughs> next week, I'm on fries. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny, man. Next week, I'm on fries. But, you know, shout out to the fries, man. I mean, you like fries? Shoot. Ain't nothing wrong with being on fries. If you're going to be on fries, be on fries. This is my thing. Embrace why is men, those fries. Why are men so, why do y'all connect your financial or your um, career success to your readiness for a relationship. Why do y'all think that those two correlate so closely together? Mm, that's Whereas, a good question. Yeah, it's like that. if you, if y'all not fucking successful, or if y'all don't have I don't know whatever it is that you wanted to achieve as far as your career is concerned, then you're completely unsuitable to be a husband or a boyfriend. Well, why? Uh, because America said so. First of all, men. I'm a, I'm gonna speak specifically at this point for men of color. Men of color have no true knowledge of self. We were born into this world without true knowledge of self. Again, I get back to attaining true knowledge of self. It's going to always come back to that. Two, America said that a man is a provider. We're going all the way back to the 1900s, right, where the man has always got to be the provider. The man has always got to provide the money. The woman is going to be with the man who make the money. Now we got social media saying if the man ain't making 100k or more he's not really a high value man and you know now we now the men can't really have the women that are quote unquote fine or what they deem as sexy so they find themselves like oh i don't make this much money so i just need to you know do what i gotta do and so it's it's a lot that's a that's really a layered thing and it will take a lot to unpack all of that and i'm not trying to really get into a social studies type of breakdown which we can don't get me wrong we can extend the series and definitely go into it if you want to but that's not what this episode is about this episode is well, about i'm telling y'all that the longer y'all think that oh until i'm not financially successful and i don't have this type of title and i don't have this much of money in my bank account and for me to become a better person in a relationship the more that you're hurting yourself because women are amazing at helping people advance. Like, look at every fucking job you've had and tell me if there True. wasn't a woman managing or being some type of operational behind the scenes type of situation Very true. get yourself a woman who's a good woman who's gonna help you move forward just like lizzo said you know um what is it i could have already know what she's saying you know that song um wild men gotta wait until they be great or yeah something like that? oh whatever her line is perfect i could have um helped you with your career just a little yeah i could have helped you with your career so you're out here actually, trying to do all of this shit by yourself and you're just hurting real. yourself that's very real. And actually, believe it or not, every man or every brother that I've brought on this show that has been married has established a business because of the queen they have behind them. I actually. leveled up when I married you. Thank you know, you. so like it's definitely some benefits into finding that. But what you don't understand is it's a lot of women out here that don't think like you. It's a lot of women out here that don't think like that. So it makes it very difficult for a man to actually engage with a woman in that way. The first thing that most women not all let me clarify for those who are just crazy out here in this world most women okay they are looking for that perfect guy with all this money already got it all together and so for them that's what they want most men probably won't get there especially men of color in america until we've connected with that queen that person that's on that same divine level uh, that's trying to think in the same way. We, we're, on this, we have, we're on the same frequency, if I had to just say it that way. And so when you get on that same frequency, it's easier to level up, right? Boom, it's just leveling up real quick. So that's hard to do. It's hard to find people out there, especially, especially for a man that's, that has his shit together. Mm. It's hard to find a woman 
that's willing to embrace all of who he is without her ego being involved. Because okay, so now we're talking okay, about egos. Are you okay with that woman being not as... Thank you so much, Joy. We appreciate it. Thank you for the uh, oh, for the comment. Are, 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 you, are those men okay with... Because this is the issue, too. Just like there's women, most women want a man who has it all together and has all this money and blah, 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 blah. Most men want a woman who is artificially created. They want... <laughs> The tiny waist and the big ass and the gorgeous face and the perfect hair. And so that woman is interested in that money. So, yeah, you have your your basic, you know, do good man, your, your hardworking man. But he is interested in dime piece over here. He don't want a seven. He wants a ten. But guess what? That ten wants money. She wants ten zeros behind your digit. So right. it's a perpetual cycle of chasing the person that is not looking for you, that's not stunning for you. So... Maybe those men who are the, home. that are the hard workers need to focus on the women who are also hard workers, but may not look like the tens that society says are tens. Look, it all comes back to this. Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, right? Um, and that means that a man can find a woman attractive. And, oh, you know what? I'm glad I brought that up. Let me, let me explain this to, to women out there. And I think you're kind of wrong a little bit oh. on the whole men chasing down. Don't get me wrong. There are men out there who want to sleep with these women because they, they just put all these artificial pieces to their, to their body. But what they're finding is they're just sleeping with them. They're not wifing them. They're not marrying them. Because what people don't understand is men are a lot more spiritually in tune when it comes to finding that, that life partner than what you guys think. That's why you can get involved. You can have all this nice body. You can have all this, you know, all these titties and ass. You got all this shit going on for your body. But at the end of the day, that's all you got. You can't keep anybody. You can't really hold a healthy relationship. No, I'm not going to get in trouble. Right. Krishan got the titties and got That was a lot of expression. What you been looking at? Yeah, right. But no, so I definitely think that People really overlook the divine spiritual essence to finding that unique connection to a woman. A man who, who meets a woman that he's divinely in tune with, all of that extra stuff goes out the window because he's seeing something beyond that. And I think if a lot of men really tapped into the, what that is, it can be a lot of more, it'll be a lot more successful relationships out here in America than what we have going on today. So that's my personal take on it. My personal take is that if a lot of men, a lot of men could be more honest with what they want and what their intent is for a relationship, there would be a lot of happier women out here. Because I don't think every woman is aspiring to be a mom, is aspiring to be a wife. Some women just are okay with being in a relationship with you where you're the only two committed or so on and so forth. And and men just like if men were honest and clear with their intentions there would be i think that that should be a pillar i think one of the, the fifth pillars should be intent you need to be very yeah, that clear goes back about to integrity intent. or communication okay yeah. right so that's that's a part of that whole like being being honest about your intentions the only way a man can really be honest about his intentions is if he's aware of himself he has a knowledge of self he truly understand what he likes versus what he doesn't like. And if he was not selfish. And if he was not selfish. I agree. I agree 100%. I think men are selfish and greedy and will, a lot of men can be selfish and greedy. And, and in an effort to have two or three, will don't mind sacrificing them by lying to them and doing whatever the hell they want to do um, in order to just have two to three girls. Which, by the way, can you explain to me, and this, we can end this, why are men so help, like, Explain to me the logic of why a man would think it is smarter to perpetually have to chase ass in order. If, if y'all like to sleep, if y'all like sex so much, why would you not marry someone where sex would be readily available to you every night instead of having to gamble every night trying to see if you can get someone to sleep with? Because a man doesn't realize that having a, a, a deep internal connection to a woman is more spiritual in nature than it is physical so if he's not truly aware of what that is he feels this deep internal connection to this woman right but then he has like a soul tie connection to this other woman that he thinks is something deeper than what it is he just doesn't know how to define it 
So that's what I was explaining to you earlier. A man is more spiritually connected to a woman than a woman thinks. It's just that we don't know how to identify it. Now, it took me a long time to realize, like, oh, shit, all this other shit is, like, for the birds. I get it. <laughs> it really is. Because at the end of the day, it's the same thing over and over and over again. And eventually a man gets tired of that because he's still, he's ch it's like he's chasing ghosts. He's chasing ghosts. He's trying to find something to fulfill a void within his life that he thinks booty is going to fill. It's really not. It's just like a woman is chasing ghosts because she's trying to find a man that's going to fulfill a void in her life that is either money or some good sex. Depends on a woman. Does that make sense? Yay or nay? Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense that they, they, they're unaware of what to look for, what it is that they're feeling, so they continuously continuously make the same mistake but i think that you know maybe they should just sit down somewhere and notice that like just do a math problem and probability says if you like having sex get you a wife because you can have your chances of lucking out with your wife are way higher than you going to the club spending all this money trying to catch one who may or may not sleep with you that's all i'm saying well, again, not that, that I'm saying back. that a wife is only there for sex, but I'm saying that a lot of the men that I talk to typically protest the idea of having to just be tied down to one woman where at the end of the day, it's like, how many are you getting really? Because if you're not a Michael B. Jordan, you're not getting that many women. So please sit down somewhere like you're getting <laughs> Orlando. Everyone uses Michael B. Jordan. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, you know, Michael B. Jordan <laughs> talking about him. But anyways, guys, yeah, so I definitely think we're saying a lot of key things. And so this goes back to what we were talking about in regards to um, a man truly tapping into the spiritual nature. And listen, for those men who are not really into religion, that's fine, because when I'm saying spiritual, I'm not necessarily saying like a religion. What I'm saying is there is a unique energetic connection between a male and a female that truly cannot be defined by anything material or anything that you see physically with your eyes. Right. And uh, somebody said Michael B. <laughs> always come up with Michael B. It's always going to be a Michael B. That's going to come up in the conversation. You know, we lose every time, but it's OK. It's OK. Because um, I definitely won't be mentioning no Cardi B's and no Meg the Stallions. That's just not personally my type. Yeah, but you will mention Zoe Saldana Zoe and Zoe Saldana. Rosario okay. Dawson. So. Anyways, <laughs> shout out to all the famous stars in the world. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but there's definitely a unique and a deep internal spiritual connection that happens to two people. Uh, that really any outside sources cannot truly define when it's divine. If it's not divine, then it's going to be a lot of different things that can distract you. One, typically when you're prepared to, to shift into like that unique connection like that, you've already really worked on these things about yourself. Like there's there are things about yourself that you didn't like. And as a man, because I'm speaking from my personal experiences, before I met you, there was a lot of things I did not like about myself, some healthy and some not so healthy. And so, like, I came to a place to where, like, oh, cool, I'm not my best version right now. So I need to just sit back and try to figure out how to fix that. And then I was not worried about anything else. I wasn't really going out no more. I wasn't really, like, hanging out. Heck, when we met, I barely wanted to go to the spot that we, that we actually met. It was because of my friend Ed that forced me into the spot because I didn't even have a car at the time. So he was like... Nah, bro, you gonna no, I take that back. I did have a car. I was just rolling with him and he was like, No, nah, I'm taking you, bro. It could be your blessing could be there. And it literally my blessing was there. So, man. you know, it it really comes down at the end of the day to two people just being willing to accept that when it comes to them connecting, it has to be a unique energetic connection between two people it don't have to be no holier than thou and these and dies and jesus christ and muhammad and buddha and all these other kind of things that we like to put in the pot when it comes to relationships there is a time and a space for those things but i think that it has to be two people who are truly working on themselves in that you will find the unique connection there will be no time to mess around and even if it's even if a guy is i'm not gonna sit up here and pretend like guys don't have to get their shit together because they do because there's a lot of men out here there are some trash dudes they just out here just having sex and they're not trying to really be serious they're not trying to and even if you're like more of a what do you call it poly po, what is it poly polyamory poly polyamistic 
polygamist polygamist right you that means you have more than one woman mm -hmm. even them because they they for some reason don't feel like they're supposed to be connected to more than one person being connected to one person is enough so i can't imagine juggling three and four different women but anyways whatever they want to do but even those people find themselves in a place to where they're leveling up themselves not just like in the financial area because it's not just about that it's just about the mental area it's mental it's really mental so you're saying that when a woman decides i'm going to work on myself and a man decides he's going to work on themselves and they're both doing that independently then they're they're the probability of them finding someone is higher the probability of, of them, them finding, finding each, other. each other is very high because what you're telling and and this is this is where you kind of plug in the religious piece a little bit okay, i'll well say i'll say I'll say this. Let's say let's say we, we couple that, right? So you got two people that are working on themselves typically will end up in the same area, the right place at the right time because it's more of a divine thing. Because you're taking back or you're taking out the equation that you don't feel like you're good enough anymore. You're saying that, "Oh, I'm just going to continue to work on myself." And then it just happens versus you trying to force it. Like every time you go out, you see a guy, there's you know, you're just looking at each other, you know, looking at each other all the time. And then you he finally makes the move and then it don't work out five months down the road because it was just like you're trying to force it. I think that if we just enjoy ourselves, stay in the moment, you know, and men, mm -hmm. it's OK to acknowledge beauty without having to go after it like that. That's annoying <laughs> because there's a lot of guys out there that feel like a woman is pretty and I have to go after it. It's 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 like a psychological thing in our head. But you don't have to. I think some have gotten better. I have, you know, I, I see people that are like, oh, I think you're beautiful. And they'll just keep it moving. I think men right. are understanding that. Depends on the type of man you're dealing with. Because if you have an alpha male, the alpha male will say, oh, I think you're beautiful. And then take it the next step further. A beta male, and I hate to define these as such, will say... Oh, I think you're pretty, but won't have the the uh, confidence. the confidence to take it to the next step. Or he'll wait for her to say something else and then make the next move. So it's definitely like a it's it's definitely layered. <laughs> it's layered. You can't just unpack all this information. In one I think night. it's difficult, though, to tell people, OK, guys, work on yourselves. Women work on yourselves. And eventually you guys are going to meet each other. I think that. That's definitely, I think, something that should happen, but I think it's difficult. I think it's like when people say, just surrender. Just surrender it to God. And you're like, I'm fucking surrendering. But you're not because you're like some part of you still wants control over like whatever the decision is or the job or whatever it is that you want. And people are like, oh, surrender, surrender. And then it'll come to you. It's difficult for that surrender. So people who are single out here who want someone, they feel like, I've surrendered. Because I know I remember being single and being like, I've surrendered. I don't want a husband, Lord. I just... I just want whatever lying. you send my way, and it's a lie. I You're really lying. did want a husband, so stop I, I, I think it's I think it's easier said than done. But I do think that one step at a time and understanding, like you know what, well, make a list for yourself. What were the things in my last relationship that were, that came up more than once, or that have come up in other relationships, like. I remember being told multiple times that I was emotionally unavailable a lot. That was my one thing that came up. Fix your face. <laughs> <laughs> that was my one thing that came up often. So it would be something that I think I, if I was still single, I should probably work on for my next relationship. I should be a little bit more expressive, a little bit less stonewallish. I love that, though. I love the fact that I had to like identify that and bring that out of you. But that's because we were correctly paired. Right. Everyone I, I loved it. I was like, oh, out. okay. Oh, okay. I see how it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're going to give me this love today. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but no, guys, uh, definitely comment down below and let us know what you think. Uh, if you're listening back to this podcast via uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, send me an email at theojohnsonpodcast at gmail.com. And let us know what you think. So I'm bringing the music back because you guys know what, what that means, right? We're rounding out the, the first episode of the 120-day rule. And this is the opening series, Does One Size Fit All? Thank you so much, Queen, for coming on to the show. Let's do this really quick. Let's leave off these. Let's Well, let's close out with these five pillars so that people can take them home with them. Okay. Right, or take them in their car or wherever you're listening back to this one 
although one size does not fit all we agree with that Mm -hmm. there is some core principles that you can utilize to help you navigate that aspect of your life core number one communication do you want to add anything to that no communication is the most important one all right one two transparency right that means that coupled with intent right if you're transparent then you're intentional anyway and, and, right? you, and you're expressing your intent with that person. Right. I'm not looking for anything serious, but I would like to get to know you. Right. Don't take their choice away, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Number three. So we have communication. We got transparency. Um, and what did trust. I say? Trust. You have to be able to trust. If you can't trust, you have then nothing. You- yeah, and if you can't trust, then we go to pillar number four, which is healing. Healing. You need to go to some type of therapy, some type of counseling, some type of meditation, some type of religious, whatever you want to call it. But you need to heal your heal a little bit of parts of yourself, especially the parts that were broken and were harmed by someone else, so that you don't see that harm in everyone else that you meet. That you can give people a clean slate and therefore be able to trust them without that those triggers popping up every single perfect well said thank you so much queen that's absolutely great so trust communication uh transparency and healing all right that's your four fundamental pillars right to i think to lead you into a successful a successful relationship so anyways guys this has been your boy orlando j with my co-host v v all right Thank y'all so much for listening to the episode. Uh, don't forget to head over into my website, which is the O Johnson Podcast at I'm sorry, the O Johnson Podcast.simplecast.com. Make sure you guys let me know that you are here by rating my podcast. Head over to my YouTube, subscribe there. This episode will be played back there. Uh, make sure you like and follow my Facebook page as well. Uh, we cover a lot of, of different scenarios and topics on this podcast, right? We're all about healing and edifying and taking people to the next level, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and psychologically, even though mentally and psychologically is the same thing. Technically. Anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Much love. And we are out of here.